1: You're invited to I Am The Cute One, the most chaotic school dance in the podcast universe. Let's
0: spike the punch, grind to Usher, and recap some of the cutest movies that made our millennial minds
1: explode. I am Donnie, and I am the cute one.
0: And I am Chelsea, and I am the cute one.
1: But we are here with the actual cute one, and that is Ryan Bailey, host of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Hi. Hey,
2: I cannot wait to talk uh, Mary Kate and Ashley with you
1: guys. <laughs> well, I watched all the movies. Let's do this. <laughs> abort, abort. You're too late. <laughs> so, we are here today actually to talk about the classic Freaky Friday. Well, actually, I was just using that ironically, but there is a classic Freaky Friday. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan one for anyone just tuning in. Who is in the original? Haley Mills? You know I don't know, so. (laughs) Wait, 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 no, I think it was like Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right.
0: That's what I was gonna say, Jodie Foster.
1: It's <laughs> either waiting. that or I'm thinking about Taxi Driver. I don't know. <laughs> it was one of those, yeah.
0: Similar films, I hear. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, Haley Mills was in on the original Parent Trap, I think. But now I'm just bragging. I don't need to know all this. Information. <laughs> you have a wild <laughs> definition of bragging. <laughs> the bar <laughs> is low on this yeah. show, Ryan. Yeah, I can't brag about much in life, but <laughs> <Yeah>. my <laughs> Haley Mills <laughs> trivia, I can whip <laughs> out at parties.
2: I was looking around my bedroom, uh, like as i do every week and seeing how much uh real housewives and all that crap i have laying around and i was just saying like there's just no way i mean there's nobody that's going to impress except for the people (laughs) in this podcast even then it's so tiresome. you know like like all the stuff that i find cool like is like pretty much on this podcast we find it cool i was tipsy the other night and i was depressed t-shirts always get me like i'll get t-shirt ads on uh, instagram and there was a there was a, sh- a movie called The Lost Boys with Corey Feldman and Corey Haim I'm that I'm in love with. And there was like, there's a scene where like an oiled up saxophone man player plays. Like it's an iconic scene in that movie. And like I was drunk and I saw the oiled up sax man and had The Lost Boys. I was like, I gotta get that. Like that is, uh, <laughs> and i literally spent like 20 bucks on it i'm not even gay and i have an oiled up sax man on and i was like i was like that's fucking
1: cool man I'm like all right yeah. well we might be our very own version of Mary Kate and ashley because i am gay so i want that shirt well it was, I'm, I'm excited to get it but it's
2: one of those things when i saw it the next day i was like you ordered that like what are you doing
0: like- <laughs> we'll put the link in the show notes so all the cuties out there can have matching oiled up sax t-shirts
1: yeah it'll be our instead of making merch we'll just sell that <laughs>
0: we'll just link to other people's merch
1: (laughs) (laughs) so before we get into the movie ryan why don't you recap the movie in one minute or less we're gonna set a timer okay
2: well, are we going now go now okay so there's a family uh jamie lee curtis plays the mom lindsay lohan plays the daughter and she's like lindsay lohan's like a rocker and she she's in a band and she's you know mad against the world and her dad obviously is not there anymore because he's passed away jamie lee curtis is type a she does everything by the book they're fighting 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 then they go to this chinese restaurant and they open this fortune cookie because the the older lady that runs the player what sees them and says hey i know what's gonna fix your problems if you eat this fortune cookie and then you switch bodies so Lindsay Lohan is Jamie Lee Curtis and vice versa so then there's like all this weird crap like Jamie Lee Curtis almost hooks up with Chad Michael Murray the guy that Lindsay Lohan's in the Jamie Lee Curtis but Lindsay Lohan's inside the head almost has to like kiss Mark Harmon the, the the fiance but then at the end they start to like become true mother and daughters and it all ends at like this audition for a band and and they rock out but then, then Jamie Lee Curtis is raw, is thrashing on the guitar to the side of the stage. Like, makes no sense. Like, if part of this movie should be illegal and it's disgusting, and then then it's good. Like, then they're like happy with each other, and then it ends with this like cute thing and a grandpa and a little kid almost switch bodies because this older Chinese lady. I guess they're the only place that serves food in this town, and they're at the at the the event at the end. I, it's it, it's cute. It's a good movie. Mark Waters directed it too, by the way. You guys who directed Heather's. Did I get the movie? They did switch bodies, right? I'm
0: sorry, <laughs> yeah. Ryan. I think that you watched the wrong
1: film. Yeah, yeah. we actually oh. recap Titanic, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty similar. It's just,
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, Kate, Kate Winslet, it's greedy at the end and hogs that <laughs> flipping <laughs> piano lid or
1: whatever it was. No, but that your recap was great. And yes, Mark Waters he directed Heather's and Mean Girls. Annie wrote Batman Returns. Oh wow. You came with knowledge I didn't even know. Unfortunately, that's like, knowledge I've known forever. Oh, wow. like, I mean, oh. I, mean I, I saw that. I was like, oh my God, that guy's had an awesome career. Oh, wow. Well, he didn't write this. He directed it, but the writers were Heather Hatch and Leslie Dixon. Heather Hatch wrote Legally Blonde on Broadway, and Leslie Dixon wrote Mrs. Doubtfire, Look Who's Talking, and Overboard. Among other things, I just picked my three favorites.
2: <laughs> Overboard is one of my favorite movies of all time. So like I think that's like my favorite TV. Sunday movie. (laughs) Well, lucky for you, it's on
1: every Sunday on TV. Yeah. (laughs)
0: This is the portion of the podcast where I just like smile politely and wait for it to be over because, Ryan, something from my past has come to light and I had to really address it head on with the people. I have like missed out on like 90% of quintessential movies. I've just never seen it. It's like a huge pop culture blind spot. So Donnie has been terrorizing me and has this like running Google Doc of movies. So, Donnie, you can just add all of those. Movies to the list.
1: None of them? Mrs. Doubtfire? Nothing? Mm-mm. Wow. Mrs. Doubtfire? Wait, so uh, that fascinates me because
2: you are such a part of pop culture. Yeah,
0: Donnie did get me to watch Teaching Mrs. Tingle and... What was the other one we watched when you came to visit? Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. i never seen Teaching
2: Mrs. Tingle, that's like Kevin Williamson's directorial debut, but like nobody's seen that movie. What a
1: weird movie to have <laughs> her watch because that's like a deep cut. No, it's one of my favorites. That's wild. When you say
0: like quintessential movies, it's quintessential movies that are <laughs> important <it>? to Donnie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a sec. Nobody else would know Teaching Mrs. Tingle. They're a very select few. Okay, so this kind of ties in. Have you seen Freaky Friday? <laughs>
0: okay so well, you didn't
1: see the movie we're talking about today well
0: well, hold on for a second so Donnie was so pleased with me and so pleasant last week when I was able to tell him that I did watch a Cinderella story so I want to be able to foster that environment this time
1: but she's not gonna be but
0: I truly can't tell you like if I have seen this movie or not like I'd like to think that I did because I loved Lindsay Lohan during this time period so I want to say that (laughs) I've seen it but I truly like remembered not one one thing about this movie. It was truly like watching it for the first time. So I have to assume I have not seen it before now.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm
2: telling you, this was the first time I saw it was today. Really? I'm really? Oh, in good well, company. Well, but also, I mean, let's, like, <laughs> I've seen most popular culture movie, but if I was, you know, it would be weird if I had seen it when it came out. If I was, like, in my 20s, like, let's go see Freaky Friday. Like, <laughs> That would be genuinely, it would be hard to explain to somebody why I would want to go see that, you know? Now,
0: I will say, after seeing this movie for perhaps the first time, Anna, Lindsay Lohan's character, is literally me in high school. I've talked about my baby teeth, so perhaps, like, not in looks, but in personality. Like, I was a true monster, and this movie was, like, looking in a mirror, especially, like, down to the relationship with her mom. The fact she's always just like, ugh, mom! Because my mom and I once... (laughs) got into a screaming match in the middle of Target that my dad and my brother, like, still talk about to this day. Like, it fully traumatized them. So this movie really was just, like, coming home.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think it also the movie is interesting because, like, I feel like if you... It really is for two age groups. Like, I feel like if I'd seen it 20 years ago, I'd relate more to Lindsay Lohan. But now I was like really on jamie lee curtis's side a lot of it and i was like this punk needs to be taught a lesson (laughs) she's got to get out of her bed like she gets a practice band in their garage and she still finds time to bitch and moan about everything you know
1: yeah chelsea who did you side with
0: i think that i started to side with jamie lee curtis Jamie Lynn Curtis, wow. Jamie Lee
1: Curtis, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Lynn, Jamie Lynn Spears, uh-huh, Jamie the the mom. Spears.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I sided with Jamie Lynn Spears. Always team Jamie Lynn Spears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See now, maybe I'm showing my lack of maturity because I still sided with Lindsay Lohan. I was like, that teacher is out to get her. Well, the teacher, yeah, I mean, like that's different. The, I thought the mom though was like the mom. She was wiping the little son's
2: face when she's on her way to work with the breakfast like she was like she genuinely seemed like she cared about her kids
1: true well she showed she cared about the son she didn't show she cared about Lindsay. listen i'm a Lindsay supporter here but in mrs doubtfire this means nothing to you chelsea In mrs doubtfire i do side with sally field so that makes me feel like i'm you know well the older i get the more disgusting mrs doubtfire
2: turns out to be it's just (laughs) like another thing where men can't really say their feelings so they have to Put a bunch of prosthetics on and act like a woman to like get into a household. Which, by the way, Donna, you is it true Mrs. Dowfire is on Broadway now? It
1: is. I hear terrible
2: things, but I I mean, I don't even see like that poor man. Like, does he have to do quick costume face changes? He does apparently. That just seems like it's that's genuinely so bad it's good. Like that
1: is, (laughs) I would I would love to see that. You know, they should pay for you to see it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So before we get into the plot, I do have some trivia to share. And all the trivia I have today is just about who was offered the role and turned it down instead. So we truly could have had a very different movie. To play the Lindsay Lohan role, Kelly Osborne auditioned and she was offered the part, but she turned it down. And to this day, she still says it's one of the biggest regrets of her life. So after she turned it down, they offered it to Michelle Trachtenberg and she said, Said yes, she had to drop out because of obligations to Buffy. But this is where it gets crazy. She also was cast as the lead in the parent trap and then had to back out of that. So Lindsay Lohan truly wouldn't have half of her career if Michelle Trachtenberg didn't quit. Things. Michelle
2: Trachtenberg wow. could be living in Abu Dhabi right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if things have been different off the street yeah no no i mean but also lindsey lohan i think you know you forget sometimes the charm lindsey lohan had or has or mm-hmm. you know like she really was for that age range probably better than most kids her age there is something so i don't know relatable but she can make even like stupid like huh like when she's like exasperated yeah. and stuff like that's not real behavior yet she can make that seem sort of real and acceptable you yeah. know
0: she's a good Absolutely. actress like she's so yeah. having her mom inside of her.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes. you know. I genuinely believed at times Jamie Lee Curtis was inside of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> genuinely.
1: No, but for real though, like we just talked about um, Cinderella story, and Hillary Duff could barely act like one person in that movie. So for Lindsay to be able to play two, she truly showed some range. Wasn't Chad Michael Murray in a Cinderella story too? He was. And the bitch girl from this was the bitch girl in Cinderella They're story as well. <laughs> And then, for the role of the mother, Jodie Foster was offered the role. Ryan, like you said, she was in the original. Yeah. But she said she didn't want it to be a gimmick, and she didn't want her appearance to overshadow the movie, so she said no. That would be weird. Like, Jodie Foster's an Oscar-winning...
2: I mean, not that Jamie Lee Curtis is bad, (laughs) but Jodie Foster brings a certain gravitas where it would be... It would be almost. I feel like it would be scary. I feel like Jodie Foster would like play play the reality of having somebody
1: inside. Her, you know, it would just. It would be like really dramatic. You know? Yeah. Like not not fun. You know who else I don't think would be fun, but was offered the role, Annette Bening. But I think she realized because six days before filming, she dropped out. What do you think that conversation to herself was of like, I can't do it. I can't portray this
2: realistically. I I've I've been trying and I just can't get Lindsay inside me. You know. <laughs>
1: Six days before filming is pretty close to the deadline there. Like, I think she really had a awakening. When I first moved to L.A., I worked at a day spa, like a really
2: fancy one. And I remember Annette Benning used to come in. It always impresses me, like, the actors that, like, can portray real people on screen. And then you meet them in real life, and they're just wackadoos. <laughs> like, I just remember her just, like, staring at her hands. Oh and, like, it would always be... Jeff Goldblum's like this, too, where they were just, that like, the tracks. human behavior. It, just, it would always just be, like... Fascinated with their own human behavior, where you'd be like, "How do you drive a car? Like you, it's just like, how are you existing without a role?" Then you see him on screen, and it's so realistic, and you're like, "You don't live anything normal to a real life. How do you even know wow. how to portray one?" You know, well,
0: life finds a way, Ryan. Life finds yeah. a way.
2: <laughs> like, I wonder, Dr. if Doctor De- <laughs> Greatest, bad Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, please do. Uh, doctor, the greatest power on the face of your... No, I can't. <laughs> okay.
1: I wonder if they're letting her work the narrative that she dropped out, but I wonder if they fired her. Like, in the audition, she was staring at her hands, and they were like, oh, she's acting like she just switched bodies. And they were like, no,
0: that's, that's just... <laughs> then she showed thing. up to sign her <laughs> contract,
2: and they hand her a pen, and she's just like, ooh... <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and also by the way why did they i mean if some if i went to like a chinese restaurant and i ate a fortune cookie and i switched bodies i'm calling the cops Absolutely. like i would go get like those people are done like i would i the fact that they're not like just there at the chinese restaurant 24 7 there's a scene where they go back and their daughter's like sorry you have to have the thing yeah. and they're still
0: you, and letting like, mama run free she's trying yeah. to do it to another poor set of people
1: Truly. I mean this this can destroy lives, this kind of power, you know? I know. I would run you said call the cops, which I guess is acceptable. I'm a little more unhinged than that. I would shove a fortune cookie <laughs> in that woman's mouth and like my dog, too. <laughs> like
2: Don, now Don, you're Don, really you, gonna see. <laughs> what kind
0: of cool person
1: I <laughs> you're switching bodies for? Oh, were you dog. not aware
0: Donnie is a sociopath? Yeah, <laughs> my god. <laughs>
2: I love the alternative rock band they've cobbled together <laughs> with like a, it was like a six feet, like, it was like the Grateful Dead, but it the like yeah. alternative or something. I was like, I would love to see, I don't know, things like that. I kind of start daydreaming. I'm like, wonder how far that band went, you know? I mean, like, cause they made
1: it to the big, yeah. you know, wa- the Wango Tango. <laughs> Famous <play>. Wango Tango. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is trivia I did not share in the beginning because I didn't truly understand what I was reading. It said Gwen Stefani was offered a role in that band, and like age wise, that doesn't really click she's ageless, for me. Though. So,
2: yeah, well, I mean, she she supposedly fifty two. I read that the other day. I was like, no way. Wow. It would be funny if, like, Bono was in the band or something. It was, like, a lot of older
1: people (laughs) and then Lindsay Lohan. Phil Lesh is
0: back there, too.
1: (laughs) Who would you guys switch bodies with if you had the choice of who you switch with? I think somebody athletic.
2: Like, I have, like, thick thighs. I would love somebody with thin legs. I don't know. To be able to just, like, dunk
0: a basketball just to, like, see what it feels like.
2: To that kind of have power in your body would be amazing. Like, no joke.
0: I think that I would be Kris Jenner, because I would just want access to the information in that vault, and then when I switched back, this is where I'm going to be a sociopath, then I could blackmail the Kardashians and have all the access to the poosh products a girl could ever dream of having, you know?
1: See, mine is sociopathic as well, (laughs) and also Kardashian clan. Um, I would switch with Kim, but then when I was in her body, I would do a live video and say, like... Hey guys, follow my friend Donnie, <laughs> and, and then when we switch back, then what I'm what a all horrible right. use of time! By the way, you just want to get followers? That's what you're like. Well, I would start with followers, and then when I saw people listen, then I would like get myself brand sponsorships.
2: Be like, hey guys,
0: follow Donnie. He's super into look who's talking to.
1: <laughs>
2: look who's talking! The baby's talking, Donnie. Please, Don't wake up. A special oh guest! Oh my god, we got our yeah, our first guest star. <laughs> the baby's talking. And I can't even see the lips move, Donnie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think we've talked about plot Mm-mm. of this movie at Not all. Not at yet. all. Let's <laughs> jump in. Yeah, let's. Let me jump in. Sorry, I went off. Forgot the rails there was a, a plot. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, loose one. A loose one.
0: Like what you're hearing, head to patreon.com/slash I am the cute one for more.
1: There you can find uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes.
0: That's patreon.com slash I am
1: the cute one. See you there.
0: I get it.
1: So... Uh- as you said, Anna and her mom are very different. The mother is straight-laced therapist who's getting remarried and Lindsay Lohan's in a rock band.
0: Isn't it funny though that like in a pre-COVID world, Jamie Lee Curtis using hand sanitizer in a grocery store was like an indication of like what a type-A crazy person she was. Like, <laughs> "Oh my god, how neurotic. She needs to clean her hands before <laughs> touching a disgusting public shopping cart." It's like, oh, how quaint before, you yeah. know, a global pandemic." Yeah. I didn't were... even pick up on that. I didn't yeah, because like, I'm
1: in such a COVID mind, it just felt right. I was like, put on your mask! You're not shit." Yeah. In fact, in
2: every scene, I was like, why are they not wearing masks? Why <laughs> yes. is this? Why is the band playoff It's just crazy that everybody's watching this concert?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Lindsay Lohan goes to detention twice in one day because her teacher has it out for her, and she meets Jake, played by Chad Michael Murray. Have either of you ever gotten detention? I did not think that's the question you were going to ask. <laughs> like, you're like, <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. I mean, not that I remember.
2: I mean, I, I remember having to talk to the principal a couple of times, but that was because my mom was it, like this principal secretary. So if I oh, did anything close to bad, she'd be like, talk to Ryan. Like, so no. I was always like my first girlfriend in sixth grade was this girl, Lisa O'Connor. And my mom worked in the office with her mom. And I don't know, for some reason, my mom was like, Lisa got her period for the first time today. <laughs> And the only thing I had known of periods was that on a commercial, I had heard this like phrase on a commercial. So I went up to her and I was like, is it a heavy flow day? <laughs> and, and I sort of got and she just started she burst out crying. And then yeah. I got and then the principal had to talk to me. But I had no I thought that's what you did because in you were the forest, two ladies. Well, yeah, in the forest, two ladies were talking about their heavy flow, and like I thought that was what you said to people on that, you know. Now,
0: Ryan, I not even know what it was. Donnie is famous on this podcast for name dropping and using real names, <laughs> but you actually upped the ante because you gave a first name and a last name and told a tale about a woman's first period.
1: She just followed me on Instagram well, the other day. Oh. Hey, Lisa. Like, yeah, you just got an unfollow. I think, Ryan. Thanks for listening. Lisa. Shout out to you. Lisa. (laughs) My class was going to be given a detention once and it was going to be my first detention ever because we were all talking too much or something. So then I went after school, not to detention. I went after school to the teacher and said, and I cried and said, please don't make me go. And then she didn't make me go. Did
0: everybody else get it? (laughs)
1: Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know how to go work
0: the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, please. As you know, I have a long list of people I consider to be my nemesis, and one of which was my drama teacher my senior year of high school. And she and I did not get along, and she always was finding reasons to get me in trouble, much like the teacher in this film. And I think the most egregious detention (laughs) that she ever gave me was – one that I'll be sharing with you guys today and I actually found this detention slip the last time I was helping my mom clean out her house so I will be posting it along with this episode so head over to my page but it reads as follows date of incident 5307 time of incident and this is important 1005 a.m. behavior insubordination <laughs> details student pulled out a sandwich in class and began eating it teacher asked her to put it away student stuck it in her purse student pulled it back out two seconds later and started eating it again now i was a repeat offender so this referral for a sandwich was my third strike and this got me saturday school <gasps> eating a sandwich at ten
2: 10.05 but why did you pull it back out as she said i was hungry ryan i mean but i you knew what was gonna happen like see this is what i don't get this is exactly the freaky friday movie premise i'm like you could just not get in trouble yeah. you know? and like, the you fact can... that
1: this happened in drama class Chelsea I would have hated you <laughs> I'm
2: like please she's
0: trying to show us this <laughs> see as I told you I am Anna adjacent this is
2: some <laughs> breakfast club <laughs> shit did you meet a bunch of people in Saturday tenth? did you like fall in love in Saturday we the 10? all like, went in around
0: we all learned a little something about ourselves there was a geek <laughs> uh, popular girl a sporty one well I was the sporty mm-hmm. one
1: <laughs> that's also why I would have hated you <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So let's talk about Chad Michael Murray then because I do want to talk about the haircut he decides to have for this movie. I think it's what Jodie Foster would have had if she played the (laughs) model. Chad Michael Murray is weird of it all to me. The casting or the haircut or just everything?
2: (laughs) No, no everything. I just, I still was kind of like that was the thing that disturbed me the most is that there is a moment where Chad Michael Murray almost hooks up with Jamie Lee Curtis where it's like to me it kind of skirts that line where I'm like there's no way when they switch bodies back that Lindsay lohan should ever want to be with chad michael Absolutely murray again knowing that she not. he came so close to making out when he was jamie lee you know it was just
1: weird to me where it was like this guy goes anyway which way the wind blows you know yeah, the fact that the mom had to go to him in lindsey lohan's body and say like leave my mom alone <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that's a passive
0: crush there was like pursuing happening in a very uncomfortable way now, Ryan, last episode I talked about how my husband actually knew Chad Michael Murray when he—not my husband. Well, my husband was dating a high schooler at the time because he oh, was that, in high
2: school. That, but, that went but no, so but Chad wrong Michael right Murray there.
0: was also <laughs> dating somebody who was at my husband's high school while Chad Michael Murray was a twenty-four-year-old. So in the town that my husband grew up, there's something called the Azalea Festival, which is basically like this week-long celebration with a bunch of activities. And part of it is a pageant for high school girls. So Chad Michael Murray's girlfriend, famously a high school girl, was a part of this pageant. So CMM was her escort. And apparently Chad's behavior was so Awful That he had to give signed headshots to all these different people at the festival as like an apology. Like (laughs) he yelled at the bus driver for breaking and causing him to spill his coffee. He flipped off a group of kids at Cece's Pizza and was like a general (laughs) menace.
2: Well, when you when you meet the right high schooler, you'll know. you, know, you can't let that pass by. Like that's a special moment. That's for... gonna be
0: the soundbite for this episode. Ryan
2: Bailey joins us. <laughs> you gotta be with a high schooler at least once in your life. I'll say, hey, what I've learned in my day: the younger, the better. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Oh, All right. right, so moving on. So I think that leads us right into my next question then, which is what is the worst punishment you've ever received? Because Ryan, I think you should get <laughs> some punishment for that. But um, Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis get in a fight and Jamie Lee Curtis removes her door. So I'll go first then because mine is directly this. My worst punishment was just grounding, but my sister had her door removed before, but then they still wanted to give her privacy. My parents aren't monsters. So they put a shower curtain on a pole (laughs) in the doorway. So then I, as you may recall from our first two seasons, I was a menace. So I would just go by the door and like ruffle (laughs) the shower curtain. Or sometimes I would pull up a chair and peek (laughs) over the top and say, I see you. Or my favorite of all things, I would go to the shower curtain and knock on the wall beside it at the same time I knocked on the shower <laughs> curtain like this. <laughs> I would have acted like I was showering yeah. on the other side. Be like, oh, da, 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 da.
2: Like, Beat that. <laughs> I got, when I was, I think I was 13, Like I really loved Nightmare on Elm Street and Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. And there was a 1-900 number for Freddy Krueger. And like you would call and be like, this is the Freddy Krueger hotline. And they would tell like a horror story and like you would listen to the whole thing, but they would start the horror story in the middle, so you would have to pay more. It was like three ninety five a minute, da, 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 you know. And so I remember my dad was like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> you know, an eighty dollar phone bill? You're calling porn." <laughs> and then I was like, "No, dad, no." And then he was like disappointed. He was like, "You're not calling porn. Oh, no. You're calling a you're calling a Freddy Krueger <laughs> huh? What's wrong with you?" you know? <laughs> and I had that was my birthday, oh and my I had God. to. Give all the, the money I had gotten for my birthday <gasps> back to my parents, yeah.
0: Oh, oh that's Yeah, and you broke your dad's heart, too. He thought that he had his son yeah, calling like, porn. I, I wanted you to be a <laughs>
1: pervert. <and you're>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time when I was in high school, I'm watching those channels with high numbers that were, you know... porn I was trying to edit it but I was watching porn but it was like wavy TV where you can't really see you have to squint your eyes I was watching it and doing things that high school boys do and my dad walked in and then I either had time to change the channel or put my wiener away (laughs) so I decided to change the channel of course and then I was like dad I'm just watching MTV come with me and then he was was like come with me me. (laughs) He's like, I don't want to watch that kind of MTV, son. Yeah, I'm a VH1 man. So <laughs> he, he said, I'm all right, bud. And then he went to the living room and told my mom.
2: Oh no! I, I used to do that with like what you would see question? half of the boob on the top left and then half of the boob mm-hmm. on the bottom right when you were like 11 years old. Boys are like, so Holy. disgusting. Holy! No, it really is. I mean, by the way, I've had.
1: A, yeah, if you watch it like oh, this, this you I mean, I have
2: this is even thing. more embarrassing. Back in the day, you would hook up two VCRs to like dub movies. And I worked at like Blockbuster Video. Their Kids, there used to be a place called Blockbuster Video. And they (laughs) never sold uh, porn or anything like that, but they would sell like Skinamax films or like erotic thrillers. And I, I mean, I made a boner jam where I hooked up, and I would just put nude scenes on the tape, and it was literally in the family room. And I would do it when my parents went to sleep. And then one time, I left the boner jam in the VCR, and my dad and my sister turned it on, and they were like, "What the hell?" It was like wild. Your dad was like, "Thank God
0: it wasn't Freddie Krueger." By the
2: way, that's it.
0: Well, I was just going to tell a story about me getting sensible alcohol poisoning in high school, but I don't even know if it's worth it.
2: Chelsea's like, I ate a sub sub sandwich in college. (laughs)
1: All right, back to this movie. So, So, Anna, Lindsay Lohan, the first thing she does when she and her mom switch bodies is get a makeover. If you switched bodies with your mom, what would be the first thing you did? (laughs) <laughs> to quote
0: Lucille Bluth, I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it.
2: <laughs> it would be the same thing as me, I would probably go lay down. Like I don't I like to lay down. I like yeah. to, you know, take it easy. I'd probably record a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think the only way this whole thing works is if you're dealing with a kid. Like, mm-hmm. The yeah. kids are the only people that find what adults can do cool like we're kind of adults and there's nothing cool about it like there's nothing like man the freedom to rent a car you know <laughs> like wow i can buy a lottery ticket or a pack yeah. of smokes like the only people that find it cool what we can do are kids you know yeah the only
1: like issues i would have if i switched with my mom is like my bones would hurt more than they already do and my dad might like spank me on the butt sometimes <laughs> so i would have to stay away from him and but besides wait, that wait I wait 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 like... if
2: you turned into your <laughs> Mom, your dad would spank you on the butt. Not
1: like, not like a and M room. <laughs> oh, but okay, like a little yeah. love tap.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe not spank. Yeah, my dad, right. my dad will always do the Hong <laughs> Kong to my mom's boob, oh, which no. I always think is like the grossest thing <laughs> yes. ever, and yeah. really very anti-feminist. You know, but I remember <laughs> that he'd come up on a business trip and he'd be like Hong <laughs> Kong, and I'd be like, What? Yeah.
0: I just think like in these movies, oh it's God. so funny like how people always accept the switching of the bodies like fairly easily, and I love this trope that they just like go about their regular lives because i'll tell you the first thing i would do is like not go to my job or to my mom's job that day i'd be like we need to figure this shit out why am oh, yeah. i in your body
2: yeah. well it was the most important day for both of them in certain ways mm. you know like because jamie lee curtis has the patient she's seen every day which by the way rest in peace to that the, the actor that played yes. uh, yeah. uh, what's his name it's um it's
0: stanford on yeah sex in stanford. Stanford. Yeah, yeah.
2: the city yeah but, like, they both have important things happening on that day, so they gotta show up, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: I would be excited if I was bad at school because Jamie Lee Curtis said she would do the test for Lindsay, <laughs> you know? Like, that yeah. would be a, a load off. Because then it's like, oh, cool. Like, when they switch back, like, she got A's on all those papers that day. But she That's... didn't.
1: Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't good at math. Jamie Lee Curtis forgot what pi was 3.14. <laughs> <laughs> 3.14. Are you four. <laughs> We do need to talk, though, about what was happening with Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, Lindsay Lohan as Jamie Lee Curtis. The fiancé surprised her with a talk show spot to plug her book. Like I would kill her. This
0: is grounds for calling off the wedding, in my opinion, because it's like luckily earlier that day she had gotten that makeover. But what if she just like showed up wearing her normal like ugly cubicle clothes? For (laughs) me, for a national television debut, you have to give me at least enough time to like slap on some crest white strips or something at the very least. Like you need to be able to prepare for that.
2: And this movie was before podcasts because if podcasts existed that's probably what this would have been. Right. But also the fallacy of the movie it's like it's super easy to get on TV in this
1: yeah. in Freaky Friday, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a whole studio audience and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, just a surprise. We didn't plug it at all ahead of time. <laughs> um so then while Jamie Lee Curtis is doing all this, Lindsay Lohan has the Wango Tango audition the lead singer is christina vidal known from nickelodeon's taina do you know chelsea you don't know her.
2: i but by the way i know christina vidal i'm <gasps> in, in real her, life yeah yeah in real life she was in the acting studio i worked at for 13 years in fact i've done a podcast with christina vidal i used to host the podcast for my acting studio and, and she's great she's a really wow. really nice and now it's just funny because you know you talk about these movies and i remember talking to her about freaky friday just like offhand she was talking about like being a child actor and like how and then after Feed You Friday there was a huge swath of time that she didn't really work you know yeah
0: this was a pretty big role for her I mean like you're working alongside Jamie Lee Curtis like that's pretty awesome but it is I mean it's
2: just interesting because this is pre Lindsay Lohan Lindsay Lohan where Lindsay Lohan got famous for being famous and for being like a troublemaker and all of that stuff this was when she was like on the upswing
1: you know and this
0: was also pre-Mean Girls too right yeah this was 2003
1: Mean Girls was 2004 and
0: I felt like that was kind of like her height of being famous for her talent, and then after that it became, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole circus of just what it meant to be, like, an it girl in the early aughts. Doesn't
1: her holiday movie come out soon? No. It doesn't? No? No, they filmed it this year. It comes out next
2: oh what wow bullshit you're looking for yeah it feels
1: like they could have rushed that out a little bit like lifetime movies will
2: take like a couple
1: weeks you know they are i think always a year behind because i just talked for the dip i talked to corbin blue and monique coleman about their new christmas movie that's out on lifetime and they said they filmed it during the election so that was like a year ago so i guess that's the Just the general turnaround time.
0: Yeah, it's weird that they like advertised it so heavy then as like her comeback because now she kind of has to hold it together for a whole nother year. year.
1: Yeah. I think they did that because of, Britney like, and- Brittany was in, yeah, everybody else was in the news that was, like, looped in with her, Paris Hilton. So they were like, oh, yeah, we have Lindsay, too. She's filming with the snow globe. I mean, what, we're, like, ten years away from them being able to do a Freaky Friday thing where she's the mom. Or if we're working with um, Raven's Home Timeline, she could do it now. Because they sure do act like she is the mother of a 15-year-old. And I don't want to talk about it because it's not <laughs> true. <laughs> My God. I did think it was weird at the beginning when they first
2: switch things and Jamie Lee Curtis is walking to the bedroom and we see her G-string poking out of her. <laughs> and then the little son's like, ugh. And I was kind of like, ugh. Like, I don't know. Not that Jamie Lee Curtis is an attractive woman, but it was like, think about like how damaged that son might be just for this day, you know? Well, I know,
0: Donnie, I know you're trying to move us along here, but we do have to talk about that son really quick. Like, oh, speaking of, of sociopaths, there are all the markings of a straight-up serial killer. And Jamie Lee Curtis is a therapist. She should see the red flags and the warning signs because this little boy is a terror. He
1: was, like, killing small animals, and that's always a sign of a serial killer, you know? <laughs> when he wrote that paper about loving his sister, and then he's like, please don't tell her. That is crazy. That would be kind of weird in
2: a, in a not a good way of, like, that's creepy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you want siblings to get along, but
1: to write a paper, like, that feels like the next level, you know? (laughs) So, at the end of the movie, they switch back at the rehearsal dinner, because they finally show that they are selfless. Jamie Lee Curtis let Lindsay Lohan go to the tango audition, and Lindsay Lohan said that she loved the fiancé, she gave him a kiss on the cheek. Thank God that's all she did. I was so, so scared that she was going to French this man that's going to be her father. But she didn't. And then they switch bodies back. And Anna, Lindsay Lohan, finishes the toast that Jamie Lee Curtis is giving with water. Like, you already switched bodies on the most important day of your lives. Why would you? Isn't toasting with water bad luck? I would not fuck with this. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that. Imagine That's they like weird. switch
0: back and then they toast with water. It's like ding and they just switch right back. They're like, "Ah, fuck. <laughs> Round 2. Here we go." <laughs> the thing about like the whole marriage thing is I know that the mom was like, "Listen, you got to call off the wedding. You're not ready for me to get married." It's like I get that Lindsay lohan as jamie lee curtis i love how we like have refused to use the characters names this whole time it's just <laughs> just Lindsay lohan couldn't tell you lee what curtis. they are yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: I, i'm so bad at names like i really but am, anna yeah. is
0: like no i'm gonna do the right thing i'm gonna go through with this wedding because it's important to my mom i'm like what is the long game here though like are Hi. you gonna be boning your stepfather tomorrow night like what is your plan <laughs> what is your long-term goal here And I just felt like, yeah, Donnie, after like watching Jake and his whole creepy thing this entire movie where like them cozied up in that coffee shop singing Hit Me Baby One More Time was the single most uncomfortable thing I've witnessed in a long time. And that was the point of the movie that I was like, I really don't think I've seen this before because that image (laughs) is burned in my brain. I will never unsee Chad Michael Murray bobbing his little middle part head. So... After, like, having to deal with that, when she did give her stepfather a kiss on the cheek, I was like, there's going to be a butt grab, a dick flick. There's something coming down the pipe here that's (laughs) very uncomfortable.
2: I always think about, like, intersecting other universes. Like, if this was the school that the Twilight kids went to. And I was like, you know, just in the background, like, Edward's, like, you know, stopping a truck with his bare hands.
1: (laughs) You know, like, just random other things happening at this high school. Well, that girl that was in the band with Lindsay Lohan, she looked like Alice from Twilight. Not Christina Vidal. Oh, I know what Adam. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mousy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Adams Family looking one. <laughs> Chelsea, you mentioned Hit Me Baby one more time. The real, ver- not the Britney version, the cover of that was on the soundtrack. But then also Chad Michael Murray and Jamie Lee Curtis singing it was on the soundtrack. Ooh. I owned the soundtrack.
2: Wow. I'm
0: going to yeah. have to Spotify that immediately.
1: <laughs> I wonder who wrote those songs. I don't know, but in my research for today's, whatever this is called, episode,
2: <laughs> I wow. came across... Uh, I, I had to I research
1: didn- what we call these things, and then I went to the movie. And- I was so busy on IMDb, I didn't look in it I told you, Ryan, today. the bar
0: is low here on IMDb. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> no, but I looked up, besides the one that they sing at the audition... All the other songs in the movie were remakes because the movie's a remake. So they were doing a little something-something with music. That's
0: cute. And I do have to say the song that they performed at the Wango Tango was a bop. Now so Lindsay good. Lohan doing her little like doo doo on stage was very Ashley Simpson on SNL adjacent of like how well she did that <laughs> well, yeah, because
2: she's singing. Jamie Lee Curtis she's Jamie. Yeah. Well, th- this is the part that doesn't like I-, I can deal with the body switching, but this is the part that's ridiculous. You guys is that Lindsay Lohan's on stage, Jamie Lee Curtis is inside her. Obviously, doesn't know how to play the guitar, and Lin- that's what Lindsay's known for in the band is like wailing with these solos and stuff <laughs> like Eric Clapton or something, and like and then but Jamie Lee Curtis. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis on the side stage so Jamie Lee Curtis picks up a magical guitar back there that all of a sudden is like supposedly hooked into the PA system and starts <laughs> wailing where it's like, I can't even believe the other band members didn't look over and go, you're not even fucking hitting the <laughs> note. Like your hands aren't doing the work, you know, like yeah. she
0: started like doing the Macarena like the guitar was <laughs> yeah, around her neck right. and she's like, hey, Macarena. Ha.
2: <laughs> well, that's the kind of stuff that makes me angry. I'm like, this is not real. Like, I mean, already it's not real. We don't we can't body switch, but the, it's not real that I can't believe the band would not be like, what? what? what the hell is going on? Like you need to let us know too many weird things have happened today. But I
0: think that's your actor brain that I imagine that if you traded places with somebody, you would really want to sell the part. And so if you were up on stage, you'd be like doing knee slides and like breaking the guitar against the drum set. But no Lindsay Lohan who had her mother inside of her was like, yeah!
2: woohoo! Or, or I would have to, like, <laughs> I don't know, and then, like, start, like, thinking of, like, like playing it with my, like, teeth, you know? Like, like be, like,
1: ridiculous things like that that you had seen, you yeah. know, Jimi Hendrix do or something. Yeah. And the girls in the band might have been, like, in the moment. They might have been focused on what they have to do, but there were judges for this, and not one of the judges saw her not moving her fingers and said, Oh, yeah, let's put them through to the <laughs> next round. I would think these were Millie Vanilli, because they were clearly lip syncing <laughs> and lip guitar. So you think that yeah. the
0: judging at the Wango Tango competition wasn't up to par? <laughs>
2: it was fixed. <laughs> that would be funny. We don't get to see the next day. But it would be funny the next day. There's like a whole huge school meeting of like, something's <laughs> awry here. You know? And there's like, they have to interview Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and also, I feel like people are so accepting. Like, there was never a part where Lindsay Lohan as the mom was just like, listen. I can't explain it, but our bodies got switched. Like, honesty should be the best policy, even in these movies, of, like, telling Mark Harmon, like, I'm a little girl inside here. I can't can't kiss you. That would be so weird, you you know?
0: Well, Ryan, I think now is a good time for me to tell you that I am actually Donnie inside. We have switched this whole time, and we... (laughs) We pulled it off.
2: Well, I'd like to tell you guys, I'm uh, (laughs) Quinn, and I'm. If you can be quiet in your room, I'm trying to do something.
0: Wow! Wow! What's family affair here? We've got Donnie's husband (laughs) with us.
1: Yeah, and by the way, he's just lying down because that's what Ryan likes to do. Well, lucky for you, that's what my husband likes to do as well. The perfect. So that was really a, a swap made in heaven. So the last scene is the wedding and Jake, Chad Michael Murray, shows up at the wedding to apologize to Anna and to start over. Was he invited? <laughs> like they, <laughs> he became a part of these people's lives yesterday. And when I say these people's, I mean the mother because he was actively trying to sleep with Jamie Lee Curtis yesterday. And now he's at her wedding as Lindsay Lohan's date. I missed the scene. It's here.
0: hard to bounce back from somebody trying to fuck your mom.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like we
2: just like just skated past that where he's like, I accepted I don't want to be with your mom, so I guess you're the person I do want to be with, I guess, you know?
0: He just changed so quickly. Like He saw Lindsay Lohan on stage and was like, oh, never mind. I guess you're fine. <laughs> it's like, Thanksgivings are going to be very awkward when there was like sexual tension between your girlfriend's mother and yourself.
2: Or he's going to keep trying to get in situations where he's alone with Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, your daughter kisses like you. You know, Uh, like, weird things. I love that these movies, they're kind of dangerous, though, because if kids see them... Like, they really then think, like, switching bodies is probably going to happen to them at some point <laughs> in their lives. Like, when I was a kid, there was a movie called Mannequin where the, uh, this guy, Andrew McCarthy, falls in love with an actual mannequin that comes to life. It's Kim Cattrall, actually. I fucking, for like, ever, I would go to Macy's and, like, I, like to make eyes at mannequins hoping I'd fall <laughs> in love with one or something. And, like, I genuinely thought that there was a possibility I'd, like, hook up with a mannequin, you know? Uh-huh. I was so troubled,
1: you know? I'm sure there's the OnlyFans category for that. <laughs> Man, still could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, that's the end of the movie then. Let's. <laughs> I think I think that wraps it up. Ryan fucking Mannequins is the end yes, of
2: I, this. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no, no. It would be making love. It wasn't, it wasn't I'm not looking <laughs> oh, I'm not me. looking for cheap thrills with mannequin. I'm like looking I, for you're like looking for the real thing. You know? The real you thing with the You would be on thing. that scattered TV. They fall in deep love in the movie. It wasn't like he was just trying to like have sex with a mannequin, mm. you know?
0: Ryan and the real girl. But that's
2: another movie in the 80s. That movie shouldn't have ever been made. Like that's just so bizarre. Who would ever even think to write that of like a mannequin comes to life? anyways sorry you and guys should watch mannequin you guys yeah mannequin, mannequin <laughs> on the-
0: <laughs> so on that note final thoughts to wrap us up who would we want to see if we made a present day remake of this film who would we cast
1: okay this is a little out there just close your eyes and deal with it <laughs> i would put octavia spencer and zendaya
0: oh Ooh, that's a good one so I actually did it this time. Last week, I forgot to do the assignment. So I, <clears throat> but anyhow, Lindsay Lohan, Jordan Alexander, who plays Julian in the Gossip Girl reboot. She's the one that has like the Ball. short hair. hmm Okay. I wrote Jamie Lynn Curtis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Jamie <laughs> Lee Curtis, Amy Poehler, Jake, Timothy Chalamet, Grandpa, Eugene Levy, and naturally the stepdad has to be Robert Downey Jr. Huh.
1: I wouldn't see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would do. I would do uh,
2: Shannon Bedore and one of her daughters from, oh. from Orange County. I think that would because they Shannon Bedore is so uptight and her. You know, the two seventeen-year-old daughters like frickin' fra. What if they... like
0: half of her spirit went into each twin?
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: really? Double so down painful. in the sequel? Yeah.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, last question before we wrap up. What do we think aged well, and what do we think aged like Blockbuster?
1: Oh, well, (laughs) I think... Well, Lindsay Lohan aged like Blockbuster. But besides that, I think that the Chinese restaurant characters... They could have been fleshed out a bit more. But this was 2003. Times were different. Yeah. That was
0: mine as well. The casual Asian racism in the early aughts continues to be a jarring experience to revisit and witness. Because they, I mean, speaking of playing into stereotypes, when they're, like, putting the clues together... Jamie Lee Curtis literally says, she did something. She did some strange Asian voodoo and then a gong yes. chimes. And I was just yeah, like, yeah, ooh, yeah. this is this is not good.
2: But in the 80s, I mean, like, and this is obviously the 90s or early 2000s, but, like, I remember Gremlins even, like, where they get the Mogwai in the beginning. It was like a, you know, a Chinese, like, shop in the back. You know, and it was very stereotypical. But I think, you know, for what this movie is, I think most of it aged decently well for a disney film with a premise like this mm-hmm. i think kids would actually dig this potentially still
0: i think so too and yeah. i mean or
2: grown men <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you again for coming on right no but i do think that jamie lee curtis and Lindsay lohan were acting their little asses off in this movie like they really sold they the parts really and i i enjoyed myself
2: yeah they're like the commitment on both of them like yes. i didn't feel like they were phoning it in
1: You know, like no, I thought it was it was actually genuinely enjoyable. This was truly one of my favorite movies of the time. I saw this three times in the movie theaters. Wait, and as I've already said on the soundtrack, I never would have seen it more than once. Though I mean, I want to like you saw it in the movie theater three times. Yeah, but in two thousand three, I was in eleventh grade, and I was openly gay gay already. Three times. Yes, but listen, it gets worse. Not with this movie, High School Musical three. When I was graduated college already, I saw it thirteen times. Did you pay for a ticket? I only paid twelve times and snuck in once.
0: Wow, you little rebel! When did you get out of prison?
1: Is that like? Did did you you immediately
2: start podcasting, or have you been? Is that like a break? Like
0: Ryan said earlier in the episode, you got to date a high school kid at least once in your life.
1: So. All right. On that note, Ryan, <laughs> Prince, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> thank you guys the for FBI having me. The FBI are on their way to my house. <laughs> I hear the sirens now. I mean, this is like this, <laughs> this is really got
2: me in the holiday spirit. <laughs> yeah. really, really, really.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad. So let everyone know where they can listen to you, where they can find you.
2: Uh, so Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, which I said, by the way, I think I said to Donnie, you guys got to come on the... The pod when all of this is coming out and we got to find a a good crossover or something. But Yeah, it's just so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. There's way too many episodes, so just pick and choose who you like and listen that way. And the Instagram account is there. I'm not great with DMs, but I try and... Thanks for all your support. Anybody? Yeah. I'm not good at selling it. So, yeah, if you want to. You You saw that. You already saw that. And the fact that you're
0: putting out an episode a day is just insane. So congrats again on all the success. It's going to
2: kill me.
1: Yeah, it will kill me. (laughs) 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 But until then, you're really doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And we will talk to you later. Love Love you like like a sister. sister.
0: Thank you for listening
1: to I Am the Cute One, a nostalgia podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. You can follow me at realdonnywood on Instagram and TikTok.
0: And if you want more of my personal brand of chaos, check me out at Chels on Instagram. And for uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes of I Am The Cute One, head to patreon.com slash iamthecuteone.
1: And go to iamthecuteone.com for the most chaotic merch on the planet. Talk Talk to to you later. later. Love you like a sister. sister. Seeking the
0: truth never gets old.